Okay, everybody. Okay, quiet, everyone. Quiet, quiet. Grab your glasses. Pop your corks. The show is about to start. Welcome Hello. to the Flaskip Hand. The podcast that ah. starts with whiskey and ends with knowledge. Knowledge. I guess it's knowledge. It is. I was waiting for something. I else. mean, most of the time it is. <laughs> uh, we are your hosts, Aaron, Lindsay, and Jake. And guess what I'm going to do next? Introduce us. To those of you who don't know us, <laughs> nice that worked out really well. Uh, so Aaron is a snake milker from the small town of Candu, North Dakota, where the city is that a real city. It is a real city. You're from there. <laughs> Duh. <Yeah>. Where the <laughs> where the city motto is: "You can do anything if you try hard enough." I assume that's where you get that can do attitude. Absolutely, Jake. <laughs> now, snake milker. Uh, <laughs> what does snake milk taste like? <clears throat> oh, man, you're in for a real treat. <laughs> uh, it's a little, it's a bit grainy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's thick. It's, <laughs> yeah. Is it like biscuits a and grainy? Snake. Biscuits and, uh, yeah. It's like biscuits and grainy? Grainy. Yeah, biscuits <laughs> and grainy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Gross. It's pretty gross. What gross. kind of milking gear do you have? Oh. <laughs> just like, <laughs> yeah, just like little. You use your little like, your fingers to milk the snakes. What are you? Uh, wait, are, we the, are they the teeth teats. or the teeth? Teeth. They're the teeth. Oh no, they're not the teeth. It's not the well, yeah, poison from their teeth. Well, no, it's milk. Yeah, you tell us. <laughs> <laughs> they do lay eggs, so I wonder if they do have milk. Do they, they actually do have milk? No, no. A snake milker actually. You're right. They milk the venom from the snakes. And then end up uh, using it for like medical applications. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Lindsay hails from Lick Fork, North Dakota. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lick Fork. And okay. is a professional face feeler. <laughs> oh, boy. Also known as a sensory scientist. <laughs> uh, it says uh, you use your hands to judge the effectiveness of uh, products like lotions, facial cleansers, and razors. And mm -hmm. uh, do you ever accidentally feel something you shouldn't oh all the time up people's noses and their mouths is it always accidentally I, I mean for the most part this as an ss i gotta do what i gotta <laughs> do <SS. you> know? <laughs> sensory scientist man <laughs> what kind of degree do you have to have to be a uh, face feeler mit <laughs> The Michigan That's the Mitten <laughs> Institute <laughs> of Touchability. Touchability, yes. yeah. yep. That's it. <laughs> Got that one hanging up on the wall, probably. <laughs> and I am Jake, your friendly neighborhood tugboat operator. Tonight, it has been, well, we decided to record this show in haste. So, it's... What are we doing? I can't see you, so it's feeling really weird because <laughs> this goes right over your eyes. Yeah, it's okay. There's nothing here to see. It just feels weird. <laughs> like, I see. can look over at Aaron, but I can't look at you because it's. I feel like I'm. Um, what's the Star War Star Trek guy that has the stuff over his eyes? Jordy. Jordy. Yeah. I feel like Jordy. Also, he was the guy from Reading Rainbow, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Lavar Burton. Yeah. Lavar Burton. Nice. <laughs> nice. Also, uh, the inventor of the snowboard. What? Yeah. Burton's. No. <laughs> <laughs> that guy actually died. <laughs> so uh, tonight's show, it was kind of impromptu. We we just decided to do this about three hours ago. We don't. We have a hard time You're welcome, with everybody. our busy schedules to get together to, to record these shows. So uh, we just all happened to be here at the same time, and we decided, okay, let's do it. So tonight, um, after the whiskey, of course, our topic is going to be just as impromptu. Um, stuff that's happened on a whim. 
Spontaneous. Spontaneous. So combustion. Combustion. <laughs> no breathing. <laughs> Does that work? Kind of. Yeah. Okay. Totally. Yeah. But uh, so that's going to be the show tonight. It's going to be fun. We got a lot of different interesting things to talk about. At least I have one thing. I don't know what they have. We haven't actually talked to each other about what we're talking about tonight. I'm spontaneously coming up with my stuff tonight. Right. Okay. On a whim. Um, anything we want to talk about before we get into the whiskey, or we just want to dive right in tonight? Ah, let's dive, dive in butt first. Let's dive in butt first. And the whiskey tonight is, Lindsay, why don't you kind of, oh, yeah. you guys so brought this. Is this. A, this is Frey Ranch, and it was um, recommended to me by a friend named Braden um, that I met at a Deftones concert. So kind of random, lives in Vegas. And uh, is, is he a Mortal Kombat character? Yes, yes. Braden Cox is his name. Braden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Finish him. <laughs> that's good. Braden. That's that's actually like it. <laughs> that is that's how I <laughs> when I saw the Mortal Kombat the character at game? the show. Sounds just like him. Yeah, it did actually. <laughs> really good. Fight. Fight. <laughs> Braden wins. <laughs> I love that game. That's perfect. Uh, yeah, so this is a this is a um, ranch and distillery in Nevada where he lives, and he said it's just the best whiskey he's ever tried. They grow their own grains and corn and everything is there. It bourbon, it's bourbon. The they they have four or five different. It, they've been running their ranch for 165 years and honing their Man, distillery they, craft. They must be having a hard time running it if they're 165 <laughs> years old. I know. Huh? <laughs> Holy I was thinking fuck. that too. They've been Dang. aging that a long time. So it's a uh, bourbon from Nevada. Yep, or Nevada. From Nevada. Nevada. And it's from Frey Ranch. And the bottle's cool. Non-chill filtered. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's got a, a real uh, glassy bottom to it with a cool little insignia that's metal with an FR for Frey Ranch. Yeah, it's like a... Um, uh, what do you call that? It's a brand. It's like branding a cow, right? Yeah, that's yeah. It's right. probably their brand. Yeah, yeah. Probably. I wonder if they're a beef ranch or a. I don't what, know if it is. It, it sounds like know. it's more like a distillery ranch. Like they grow the stuff to make their whiskey. Oh, it's okay. it's actually right. a whiskey ranch. Doesn't that sound inviting? Uh, yeah, I want to go. Ranch. Yeah. I want to live there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's matured and bottled there at the ranch. It's very so. mature yep. and aged and everything. Okay. All right. And yeah, the bottle's like cylindrical. It's really heavy glass. It's got a cool cork with like a wood, like a octagonal wooden. Good cork descriptives top. there, Jake. Octag- yeah, it's octagonal. a pretty cool bottle. Yeah, I feel like you could use it to uh, as a rolling pin, or if you like ran out of a rolling pin or murder something. somebody, or quickly. murder someone. That yeah, too. it's very heavy yeah. glass. It's a heavy glass bottle. Yeah, it's kind I of had to order it. it it's online. ribbed on the I bottom. I couldn't find it anywhere locally for here in Washington. Her pleasure. pleasure. Yeah, for our all of our pleasures yes. tonight. Oh, you know I don't what? think I could fit that thing. It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give her a try. Where? Yeah. In your mouth? I got a dead blow hammer. We could really work at it. <laughs> <laughs> it was also ordered spontaneously. It was recommended. I said I'll order it. So okay. that's the only way that it fits in tonight. That's fine. It doesn't have to fit in. <laughs> Whiskey doesn't have to that's fit it. into our story ever. Yeah. Hardly ever does. That always <laughs> does to me. Okay. Well, let's uh, do the cork pop. As we do. And who wants to do that? Do who it. wants to do the honors Oh, tonight? it's heavy. Oh, God. She's my That's right a lot hand. of glass. It is. Oh, wow. Yeah, the top Probably even has break that if you same brand. It, so don't worry. Yeah, it's like brass or something. Ready? Ooh, with a gurgle at the Ooh. end. I think wow. you almost lost a little bit out of there. That's that's that metal. The top oh, is, is it? very heavy. Yeah. Ooh, cool. It's brass. Wow, that's really neat. Yeah, that's brass. That's pretty cool. It's got a very heavy bottom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's got dumps like a truck. Just, just how I like them. Heavy bottoms. I can almost smell it from here. I've haven't had whiskey in a while, so yeah, it's been a while. Ooh, good, oh, good sound. S- smelled it already. Good ASMR. We'll go. I'll try to do this one day. Yeah, oh, yeah. It so good. Yeah. I can already smell it. I don't want to say anything, but it smells really good already. Ooh. <sighs> Fruity. There's like, oh, oh wow, that smells good, guys. All you folks out there, we're we're going in for the nose already. We're we're checking this whiskey out. I smell smelled it right away. Banana. Yeah. Like a banana chip. Mm. Right. Plantain. Vanilla, of course. Definitely vanilla, banana. Vanilla, banana. But there's Ooh, no alcohol vapor that hits it. you in the nose, you know? I mean, sometimes the nose hairs get tingled right off the bat. This is no tingling. Uh-uh. Just my beard hair. 
cool breeze. You know, it's not a complicated nose. No. Mm-hmm. It's it. It feels like it's going to be a light flavored. It does. I don't know. What are you getting? Any wood? Any smoke? Any sweet? Not, there's any like meat? Ripe fruit too. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of a deeper. Th- like if if you give it a little time, Ooh. it's going to like. Yeah. No, Maybe like a, a mandarin s- orange. Yeah, like a really sweit citrus though, yeah. not a sour like one. Like a sumo no. orange or something. Mm, that's descriptive. Sumo orange. <laughs> Satsuma. <laughs> Satsuma. Sumo oranges. They're, they wear hey. little diapers and <laughs> they're very large oranges. Satsumo oranges. We could totally. That's like a TikTok right there oh, or yeah. something. Sumo Whatever orange. that. Oh, I kind of want to get into this. I do too. I, I want to drink it so yeah, bad. Th- there's not a whole like whole yeah. bunch of stuff happening. I'm getting fruit mostly. Okay, so cheers. Oh yeah. Let's do toast, our toast. toast. All right, folks. I wrote this one tonight. Lindsay wrote the toast. <laughs> you know it's going to be interesting. Oh, it's going to be good. I can feel it. Are we okay. ready? Oh, yep. All right. May the grains in our whiskey settle into fine lines in our souls, like the grains of time upon our appearance. Okay. All right. That was deep. Deep thought. Damn. Like Jack Handy. <laughs> that was really great. Thanks. Was. Yeah, Do you want to hear the first thoughtful. one I wrote? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's short. Can we? Okay. Nope. You don't want to save it for another? Whisk me. No. Whisk you. Whisk pee. Whisk poo. <laughs> but that's literally the first thing I thought of when I was trying. Is that when I walked in the room, you were laughing? Yeah. That where you're laughing? <laughs> just laughing to yourself? I'm glad you chose the other one to do. Yourself up. You can cut that out. But I just want you guys to know that I wrote that also. <laughs> no, we'll keep that in. People are going to laugh at that. <laughs> There's a real deep thought and then a very not deep thought right there. Yeah, that was really good, though, that, that you liked deep it? thought All one. Right. Yeah, that was excellent. Okay, let's let's the. Oh, I almost just drank it without you guys. That's, that's okay. I let's get stand it. it. Let's, let's try it. Ooh. Oh, Holy that burns crap. a little more. Yeah, stronger than I thought it was going to be. But the Ooh, flavor. But so, so oaky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. The, it is. It's got the best wood flavors. And corn. Yeah. That's barely. Yeah. Got the corn. I can taste like the metal and the barrel and the barrel itself. And I wonder what kind of barrel it was. was probably, it a, probably a wood one. White, White oak. oak. <laughs> a wood one. <laughs> You fucking comedian. <laughs> hmm. I don't get as much fruit when it, in no, the flavor. No, it's just it's it is a light flavored bourbon though. There's not it's not like a yeah. deep brown sugary. Uh uh-uh. uh You know, it's not over vanillaed. Mm-mm. It's not over brown sugared. It's got a little smoke to it actually. It does. It does have a little bit of smoke to like it, like a smoke oak. Yeah. yeah, would not have gotten that from the smell. It not not a peat uh-uh. smoke though, but no. just like a like a charred oak yeah. smoke. Yeah. Like they smoked the barrel before they put I it in the barrel. I still got a lot of corn. Just a, a hint of, of, of rye. Yeah. Hint of that rye. Hint of grass. But the, the, woody, the woody notes really come through. Oh, that citrus, too, for sure. Get you are? Citrus, mm-hmm. huh? hmm. I'm not getting any of the citrus. I still get just a little bit of that like mandarin orange. It's delicious. I like leather, it. Smoke. Thank you, Braden. Yeah. Yeah, Braden. Yeah, le- leather maybe. Yeah. Way to go, buddy. This is leather actually book. E- extremely good bourbon. Yeah, he's a he's a big listener too. That's all right. A compliment yep. from Jake. He's not a big bourbon fan. Yeah, <laughs> it is. He is not too into bourbon. I am starting to like it more and more. I think. Yeah. Uh, but it's there, there are a few. I just don't like the everyday bourbons. Yeah. As yeah. much as like this one's excellent. Like Frey a buffalo Ranch. or an eagle or something. Yeah. I like it. And the uh, Blanton's, of course, was uh, That was phenomenal. And apparently there's different batches all, all the time. Oh, so what did we learn from Lacey? Lacey? Oh, that the, there's letters as well. It spells out Blanton's. The oh, le- yeah. The letter yeah. on the bottle each. spells right, out Blanton's. Yeah. yeah. What, what letter do we get? Uh, I think we got, let's see, it's right up here. We got the N. Okay. okay. Yeah. Ran into the horse's hoof there. Oh, cool! It's hard. It's small. Oh, yeah. But yeah, so it, it spells out Blanton's. Oh, okay. But like this one, you know, um, not to take away from the Frey Ranch, but just for a second, this one is. Uh, I think we said it on the last show, but it's from barrel number five sixty five, uh, pick number one. Uh, stored in warehouse, so it's, they're stored in a different warehouse. They're from a different barrel, mm-hmm. and so you get different flavors from different. Uh, uh, Blanton's. So sometimes people get a shitty one. Yeah. Apparently. Right. We did not. No, oh, that was so good. And ours like went Jake's from a... Kentucky to Scotland 
to Washington, yeah. Yeah. which is kind of <laughs> neat. So anyway. Jake's uh, drinking out of our original flask at hand glass I am. that he had made. Yeah. Uh, we are going to be making some more Whoop. glasses here real Well, soon. different style than that one, yeah. Another giveaway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, another giveaway coming up, and we'll talk a little bit more about that next episode. We are going to have Hannenberg on. We're going to have Aaron on. Oh, yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah because yeah. he's got something real special. Yes, and he I think, does. I think we're, it's going to be in kind of a raffle, and oh, we're going to cool. uh, – what I wanted to do and what we talked with him about is um, – I'll just say it. He's he's made he has um, crafted this beautiful knife and leather sheath for a quote unquote giveaway um, for the Flask at Hand podcast. But I think what I want to do is do a raffle where half of the proceeds go to like an animal shelter here yes, in town or something awesome. like that. Yeah. I want to do. I want to. Yeah. I want to include the community somehow. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I, just, I don't just want to give it away. Yeah. Right. And I want. I, I like want it. Aaron to get a little bit of something from it too. But right. I want. And he was. It's actually he brought it up to me. He's like, maybe we'll do like a. I love that. Um, That's cool. A donation to sure. Good. So and I don't know how we're going to work that out. We'll talk about that with him more and figure it out. But I've already seen the knife and it's. He's out. got a YouTube video on it, even. Yep, and, guys, you can check I, it out. I didn't want to post that on the on the site yet, but now mm-hmm. I will, or on our page yeah. yet. But now I will. Just it's a to, rad video too. Um, just to get people kind of hyped up. But he only lost like two fingers and part, yeah. part of an yeah. eyebrow. He's he's an excellent craftsman. The, yeah. the guy is just very very good at what he so does. So we're talking and AMH uh, custom crafts. AMH custom crafts on Etsy. Aaron Hannenberg's the the owner and the maker, and his business is yeah, AMH. He, yeah, he makes some. He's a blacksmith, stuff. and he just makes some amazing cutlery and and he's jewelry. a rad um uh dude guitarist and dude oh yeah too. he's and an awesome really into rad music and yeah. funny and great at storytelling he's and a just great musician interesting cool. guy yeah so all those things uh we we want to we want to support yeah. him because not only does he make amazing stuff that's worth probably way more than he sells it for yep. but he's just a cool dude all the way around um rad that'd so, be awesome yeah so we'll talk about that more next episode so, um, one to 100 score on the Frey Ranch, uh, straight bourbon whiskey. I am going to give it a 73. Oh, mm-hmm. what was Blanton's? That was up in 89 or something. That was up there. It was up there. Yeah. High. He was I don't 85, remember. I think, yeah. or 86. I'm going to give it 79. is pretty great. Yeah. 73. 73. This is much better than yeah. most bourbons that we try. This yeah. is very good. I think yeah. this craft stuff is just better. You know, this yeah. small batch craft stuff is yeah. just better. This it is getting is. a little oilier as it sits, too. It is. It actually is quite oily, yeah. It's very smooth. Some some whiskeys, I find myself closing my throat as I swallow it. Like, my body's saying, don't drink that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this one, I'm like, Bleh. It's very good. <laughs> it's really good. It's very this is, good. It is a little dangerous, actually. I know. Yeah. What do you think? I wouldn't say it's as smooth as some we've had, but it's pretty No, smooth. yeah, no, they're smoother. They're smoother, for sure. Yeah, still but this is a little more complex, it. I'd say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That might be why Jake likes it more than some of the others that are smooth. Yeah, maybe it just hits my taste buds. Plus, I yeah. haven't had a lot of whiskey lately, so True. maybe that's just it, too. You Good. never know. Yeah. But, uh, what, uh, yeah. what do you think, 1 to 100, Aaron? <sighs> I think I'm going to give it a... I'll give it a 67. 67. 67? Okay. Yeah. That's not bad at all. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good. Very good. Well, yeah. All right. I'd get it. Well, I guess I need to come up with some type of scale here. No pressure. Uh, I'm probably going to do it on brands. I like that brand that's on there. It's like a a horse brand or cow brand or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the FR in the circle and it's got it's like a little cool. ranch house. Yeah. You guys, I wish you could neat. pull the top off of this because that thing is so heavy. I'm keeping that. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I'm going to brand somebody with it. I might heat it up. I might brand <laughs> someone. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's why it's metal. Maybe, Maybe. that's why it's metal. Exactly. <laughs> it's just so cool. I really Aaron like it. Wakes up I want to brand something. His ass it. hurts and it's one cheek's just got the <laughs> FR brand. <laughs> you gave this a 67? <laughs> so I think I'll, do, I'll have to do it on brands. And I, I'll have to go with, uh, gosh, what do I want to say is my low end here on a brand. How about Old Navy? <laughs> Oh, like brands yeah. of things. Brands ah, of things. Okay. Yeah. Old I, I don't know actual brands. So old just, Navy's on the old low Navy's going to go low end. Yeah, that's a pretty right. like low because end the brand. quality of their clothes is is Cheap. terrible because it's made by four year olds in some yeah. other country right. and they just don't in have San the ability to make stuff well. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> San Francisco. <Yeah. laughs> exactly. I'm going to go with high end being a brand like Stussy. 
Because I like Stussy. Everybody likes Stussy. <laughs> Stussy's At least great. if you're if you're between the ages of yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> thirty five and forty five. <laughs> yeah, and actually younger now because nineties is real in. Oh, is so, it? Yeah, nineties is, uh, is pretty darn okay. in. Okay. Right. Yeah. Then I, I mean, I'm gonna give this a Volcom, which is also real high on my book. So yeah, you always I, used to I rock love the Volcom, Volcom. shit. I was, yep. just, I was just looking at your sweatshirt to oh. see if it was Volcom. Ah, I know you'd be surprised this isn't. But that's Iron and Ink. Yeah, Iron and company. Ink is another company that I really like. These guys are are pretty rad, actually, and they'll they'll message you is personally it's not a blast email they'll let you know like i just packaged this today it'll be out to you this day really high quality stuff aaron's got one too okay i really like them all right so you're going with the volcom i'm gonna go with volcom old navy on the low end stussy i mean well volcom's pretty high it is it is but stussy's just uh, stussy's really Mm -hmm. hard to get if volcom Mm -hmm. was harder to get it'd probably beat beat stussy Mm -hmm. but stussy you just can't find it where's massimo on this they they uh, sold out to target so massimo's just above old navy now they just lost they just lost all their street cred yeah now if hypercolor came back That'd be above Volcom, in between Stussy and Volcom. But hyper no hypercolor. Hypercolor mm-hmm. was a shirt you wore outside that changed colors in the sun. Do you say Janko? Yes. Nice, dude. Janko nice. jeans? That's I almost. That's I remember, man. I wanted this so bad. I'm getting too damn expensive. Bum equipment, Janko. Go for it. Whew. Finally, I got a pair of Janko jeans. I look like a fucking, fucking idiot. Bum. Yeah. <laughs> Back in my aggressive inline skating days. <laughs> Before I got cool and started so skateboarding. Yes. Fruit bitter. But, uh, okay. Well, that's the Frey Ranch bourbon whiskey, huh? There we go. Volcom. Okay. So, like well, we said. I like how Jake always pronounces it Volcom. Is I it I just Volcom? realized it. I mean, I've never heard anybody pronounce it Volcom. Isn't it C-O-M? Yeah, but yeah. I, I just say Volcom. I don't know why. Like oh. a Vulcan, but Volcom. But it's oh. but it's not spelled it that way. It is Volcom. Yeah, it is. But I just, nobody ever says that. So, yeah. I like it. Or just point it out. Just like Aaron says, Vagus and you know, bagel. Bag. <laughs> yeah, but just while we're saying things, and I probably say weird stuff too. I'm saying it right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, let's get into our fact portion. Uh, you know, we kind of do check, some check, check the facts. Yep, we kind of do <laughs> some uh, <laughs> random uh, facts shows in between the. We're starting to do some more like more single topic shows but mm-hmm. i like to come back to the the old flask at hand podcast where we just give you some random facts some cool stuff to listen to while you're fucking driving down the road or you know if whatever you're drowning out your do. kids or whatever just put the headphones on and let masturbating them do the fuck masturbating <laughs> which to i want to know i want to know has anyone ever <laughs> masturbated while listening to this podcast <laughs> i want to know in whose voice does it for you. Has anyone ever eaten a Land Jaeger while listening to this podcast? <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> so. Has anyone ever picked up dog poop? Does anyone know what a Land Jaeger is? Land Jaeger? Yeah. Oh. So, anyway, we'll start out uh, with, uh, what What are we talking about again tonight? <laughs> I don't know. Let's come up with some. Something spontaneous. None of us know what each other's talking about tonight, right. folks. Greatest moments in history. <laughs> at all. So, Jake totally farted. Uh, that was the chair. <laughs> <laughs> But I fart often. <laughs> I'll try to get the next one on. I fart one. and I fart often. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll start with something I decided. Well, my topic is less about the spur of the moment or on a whim events like recording this show tonight and more about poor planning and poor timing like recording the show tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, I actually found a cool thing about uh, the Bay of Pigs, whatever you want to call it, attack. And the CIA. It's a botched. It like a it's a botched, botched invasion, CIA basically, okay. of, of, of from the U.S. <clears throat> into Cuba. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so that's the Bay of Pigs is, was basically that. Okay. It's this invasion that just didn't work out. Uh, it's in the 60s, 1961 to be exact so the poor timing thing is that there was a point in time during this attack where the u.s flew i think it's three might be six can i see that while you're uh this picture he's got a picture here fidel castro gosh he looks like um who's the uh, liam neeson he a looks like bit. our neighbor Does he kind of look like liam neeson? <laughs> looks like the new neighbor <laughs> literally looks like jack it kind of does it doesn't does. it it does is he fidel castro's son <laughs> 
No, I met his dad. His dad's pretty cool. <laughs> was his dad Fidel Castro? It kind of um, looks like Liam Neeson. But anyway. And Taken. So President <laughs> Kennedy uh, sent in these a squadron of B-26 bombers. They take off, They took off from Nicaragua to uh, take out Castro's fighters. Okay. And the idea was they were going to send an escort with these bombers of um, fighter jets. All right. But the bombers... Or the fighter jets. I'm not sure which which one, which group didn't um, synchronize their watch to the um, time change. Oh jeez! So there was an hour difference. Oh my god! Oh, no. So <laughs> so the bombers had already been there and done their thing by the time the uh, escort jets got there, <laughs> and so they totally botched it. Totally fucked it up. And because of that, um, a half of the bombers, like two or three of the bombers, um, were were shot out of the sky and destroyed oh. because they didn't have and their, they're full of people, their probably. escort jets. But another cool thing about it, I mean, there's just so much that went wrong with this whole this whole thing, but basically it was not just U.S. forces. So it was big CIA involvement. So what they did was uh, they had trained over 1,000 Cuban refugees that had come to the U.S. Mm-hmm. to fight this weird little invasion. Basically, it was just... It was, it was, uh, yeah. It, we weren't even answering to anything. It was just like we're showing a showing of force against communism. Right. Okay. That was the whole presence. idea. They're close to the United States. This thing. We don't like communism. I mean, uh, Castro and the U.S. were have been buttonheads mm-hmm. for a while with the sugar embargo and all this other stuff that was going on. But it ended up all I this love stuff. the sound of that, a sugar embargo. Right. <laughs> so good. All of this it? stuff, because um, Castro is doing stuff with the Russians, and they were, Cuba was refining oil for russia and stuff like that but and the u.s didn't like that mm-hmm. shit okay but also um so all that all this crazy stuff there's this big embargo for the u.s and um it all led up to the cuban missile crisis and like the the armament of nuclear weapons on cuba through C- fidel castro and his father okay. who became the president of cuba where does che come in Che comes in at the same time Castro does. He becomes what Castro was, like prime minister uh-huh. or whatever, and then Castro gets it back. Uh, so like Castro actually wasn't he, he wasn't really communist. Yeah. Che was. Okay. Oh. So he gets kind of the bad rap for being communist. Yeah, yeah for sure. Gotcha. Uh, but I don't think he wasn't communist either. I think that he was just kind of some communist tendencies. Yeah, whatever it was. <laughs> But yeah, so six fighter planes did not make it on time, and they lost. Uh, they lost their bombers, two of their bombers. Hey, but the fighter planes made it. But you know what's funny? This, <laughs> this whole good thing, news. yeah, right. <laughs> this whole thing um, with training these operatives, Cuban refugees. No, oh. these are these are refugees from Cuba that fleed political per- persecution okay. to come to the U.S. This is like remember when they were all coming over on the rafts? Rafts, yeah. yeah. You remember yeah. cardboard that boxes on TV? Yeah. or whatever. So this is those guys. And there was um, enough of them. They got enough of them to the CIA, got enough of them together to train them to fight, to go back. And what they, the reason why they trained these guys to fight was for no other reason than to make it look like it wasn't a U.S. attack. Wow. So the, the bombers, the jets, and all the ships that went to Cuba to, for this, the Bay of Pigs invasion mm-hmm. were unmarked. They were not, um, mm marked as u.s military vehicles okay. because they wanted to try to make it look like it was just these refugees right. that like got a uh, militia together yeah. to go you know fuck up yeah gotcha. take take back their Cuba. whatever they're yeah. trying to take back Crazy. so another interesting fact plus no uh u.s casualties you know just send send them back was, there was they're like they didn't know what to do with them like well Let's just chain them and send them back. Well, there were still there were still U.S. soldiers. <laughs> okay, I okay. think I think a hundred U.S. soldiers died or something like oh, that. Oh wow! I read. I don't remember. Um, Is that so from the the um, the big uh, planes that got shot down? Yeah, and there were two. There were some ships that got destroyed. Oh. Um, so yeah. on April 7th, that was all on April 19th, I think. April 19th is when this went down. April 7th, the New York Times in the U.S., um, April 7th, 1961, the, the New York Times newspaper published a page one article. So, I mean, f- front page article reporting that the United States experts were training an invasion force for Cuban exiles in Guatemala and Florida. So, okay. so because of Jeez. this, New York Times story fidel castro knew we were coming so it was supposed to be a surprise attack 
But um, New York Times fucked it. Up. The New York, New York Times totally fucked it up. Um, and so uh, someone gets fired. Kennedy was Kennedy was pretty pissed. He actually <laughs> quote said, "I can't believe what I'm reading." Castro doesn't need agents over here. All he has to do is read our papers. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what John F. Kennedy said. How embarrassing. True. Yeah. How so embarrassing, embarrassing. Right. And we weren't even going to get involved. So this was I, I don't know if they ended up doing it because it said it in the newspaper already or what. But we weren't even going to get involved. And I don't know what sparked us to get involved. But anyway, like I said, huh. just the, the whole thing with tonight in this spontaneous recording of this podcast i thought it was funny that the poor timing and yeah uh, the poor planning and these airplane the squadrons <laughs> didn't set their fucking watch an hour ahead to be there on time they were an hour late um, just can you imagine getting there and there's two of your bombers are on the ground burning and you're flying over like fuck nothing we can do now yeah um, oh, sorry apparently there was like a radio tower on that side of the island the bay of pig side of the island so there was uh, the Cubans had all this communication and it was very, very poorly planned uh, on our end. Um, so don't let the CIA control military operations. You know? Yeah. Turns moral out. story. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's, that's about it. it there's nothing uh, too exciting. I mean, there's a lot about the Bay of Pigs, but I thought that little thing where they didn't set their watches. That's correctly, pretty great. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. What an embarrassment. Yeah. Oh, and it says the the brigade of Cuban exiles that were the trained. army, the uh -huh. trained army. Uh, they just ended up surrendering in the end. Oh wow! Uh, after they they lost a hundred uh, members, Jeez. killed in action. But yeah, the trained them all, and then they just the surrendered. Cubans destroyed a bunch of our like medical supply and food supply ships off their coast. Like they hmm. they were ready. They were ready for us, and they wouldn't have been if the New York Times didn't um, put that story out. So right. Hmm. Yeah, pretty. Thanks, New York Times. And then I got some. I found JFK's speech. Uh, he where he's like addressing the newspaper media moguls mm -hmm. in this in this huge room, and I'll put some of that in here because it's pretty interesting. But wow, um, yeah, it'll be good. Anyway, nice work. Yeah, I like it. Spontaneous. Yeah. That uh, that'll, that'll take some. Yeah, uh, that'll take some editing. But uh. <laughs> no, that was good. <laughs> um, in, in the meantime, just to share the Frey Ranch tasting notes because oh. we never quite looked it up, and I wanted to oh, yeah. share that I just saw. Right. Check this out, you guys. We did not. I promise you, we did not look at this beforehand because I just now find, found the website. Uh, it says, "Oak and citrus aromas Nailed are met it. by hints of honey." Burnt orange peel, nailed it, yeah. and candied orange. Man, you nailed candied it Aaron in a orange. dry, medium intensity. Okay, vanilla Definitely. and caramel lead way to dried mint. Dried I don't mint. know about mint. That's interesting. I didn't get the mint. Banana chips. I better try it again. Did I say banana you chips? Said, you said banana. You said <laughs> fucking banana chips. I think yeah. I did. No, you did say. It banana tastes like chips. banana. I've been eating mm. them a lot lately, though, so I didn't know if it's because I've been that. eating that's them right. a lot. Proof. That's awesome. Candy corn. It mm. says. Mm. And know. dried hay. That's oh, right. That's right. Is it dried rye. hay yeah. with a long finish of cedar, pepper, and treacle? I don't know what treacle is. Treacle? Trachea? I've never heard of treacle. Is it trachea? I don't know what that is. Trachel? Our mash bill is born from the non-GMO corn, winter cereal rye, winter wheat, and two-road barley. Winter wheat? Oh, so it's weeded. Yeah. It's it a says, weeded oh, bourbon. And look, it says tasting notes, earthy wood and leather notes. Mm, you said leather. I did, yeah. Mingle with cinnamon and spice. Born from four slow-grown grains in our field, specifically for bourbon beyond the ranch house porch. Hmm. All right, they're just bone. The ranch Good house job, porch. guys. I want to sit on that on that uh, whiskey farms God, ranch glad said, porch. Glad you said whiskey farms ranch porch. I wasn't sure it was coming after. I, <laughs> I want to sit, sit on, on it. You were pointing. I was just surprised. You, you were pointing like at Aaron. So yeah. I feel really like there's a really now. nice wooden swing it's out very there. Sucks. It's squeaky, but it's nice, and you can sit there with your bourbon and yeah. look out over the, the that fields. That is a thing. Sounds really nice. That is a, that is a thing. Yeah, they I, got some Chester copper pots. It looks like for their distillery. Looks really good. Oh, a copper. Just, yeah. Just, uh, a Chester copper, copper pot stills. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that I have decided in the last 24 hours to discuss briefly at this time the recent events in Cuba. On that unhappy island, 
As in so many other arenas of the contest for freedom, the news has grown worse instead of better. I have emphasized before that this was a struggle of Cuban patriots against a Cuban dictator. While we could not be expected to hide our sympathies, we made it repeatedly clear that the armed forces of this country would not intervene in any way. Any unilateral American intervention in the absence of an external attack upon ourselves or an ally would have been contrary to our traditions and to our international obligations. But let the record show that our restraint is not inexhaustible. Should it ever appear that the inter-American doctrine of non-interference merely conceals or excuses a policy of non-action, if the nations of this hemisphere should fail to meet their commitments against outside communist penetration, then I want it clearly understood that this government will not hesitate in meeting its primary obligations, which are to the security of our nation. Let's take oh. a quick break okay. and listen to our sponsors. Oh, yeah, oh, sponsors. Yeah. Okay. Sponsor us. Go to AMH Custom Craft on Etsy.com for one-of-a-kind handmade items from leather, wallets, and beautiful knives to copper bracelets, earrings, and bow ties. Everything at AMH Custom Craft is made with repurposed quality materials. Want a custom piece? Send Aaron H. a message and make it happen. AMH Custom Craft on Etsy.com. You know, guys, I was eating at a local brewery recently, and I thought to myself... You know what this food could use? It could really use some Funkies. Funkies Hot Sauce Factory uses locally grown and organic ingredients to master the art of spice and flavor. A delicious addition to any meal, non-GMO, vegan, and gluten-free. Pick up a bottle or two of Funkies Hot Sauce and taste what you've been missing. Every batch is made with love and always funky fresh. Go to their website, Funkyshotsaucefactory.com to order now or check them out on Instagram at Funky's Hot Sauce Factory. Uh, and we're back. Aaron. Yes, Jacob. What you got for us? Okay. On this day, August 6th, 1945. Five, five. That was good. <laughs> the atomic bomb. Was the atomic bomb? The atomic Oh, atomic. Bomb, Got it. The bomb was dropped on <laughs> Hiroshima. Or Hiroshima. Okay. Uh, so it was dropped by an American B-29 bomber named the Enola Gay. Not uh, to be confused with the Enola Strait. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the uranium-235 bomb weighed over 9,000 pounds and was named Little Boy. As you do to a it's nine thousand right. pound bomb, right? That's that's pretty massive. So it was dropped by a parachute. So smart. I wonder how big the parachute was that held a nine thousand pound bomb. Ten thousand um, pounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just barely. So it was it was dropped by a parachute at eight fifteen a.m. and exploded two thousand feet above Hiroshima. Uh, the blast was equal to twelve to fifteen thousand tons of TNT. And obliterated five square miles of the city. Atmospheric explosion. Yes. Uh, it was it was the world's first deployed atom bomb. Uh, the bomb immediately in modern history. Yeah. <laughs> oh, deployed. Yeah, deployed. first deployed. Okay, there you go. Yeah. So th- it immediately killed eighty thousand plus people, right away. Tens of thousands more would later die. 80,000 Eight, people instantly? Instantly. I can't even picture that many people. 80,000. That's the size of Bellingham. Wow. Just, just under. It's like a Grateful Dead concert. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you like those sorts of things. <laughs> Grateful <laughs> Dead. Back in 1972. Grateful Dead with Jamiroquai. <laughs> Jamiroquai. <laughs> Future. Oh, man. 
<laughs> virtual insanity. Ooh, are we a big, big Jamiroquai fan? Oh, yeah. yeah. I like Jamiroquai. Oh, yeah. Mm. And it shows. That's the only words I know. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that happened, hand. that happened today, 76 years ago. So the first ever atomic bomb that was dropped on... What were we doing? The city in Japan. Why were we doing that? Happened today, 76 years ago, on an August morning. Yes. A summer morning. Yep. What a, that'd be a shitty sun's alarm just, clock. Sun's rising. And yeah, you're gone. So is the mushroom cloud. So is the mushroom cloud. Jeez. Yeah, pretty shitty. Uh, so yeah, 80,000 plus people, tens of thousands more would later die from obviously all the radiation exposure. So pretty quickly, the experts say that if you were lucky enough to not be in the blast, but even close enough to see the flash that you would have either instantly died from the radiation, uh, which was equivalent to thousands and thousands of chest x-rays, um, or you would have instantly gone blind due to your retinas being melted and, and then died. That sounds soon after that. Not fun at all. No. So I don't like melting retinas at all. You can even see that thing. There was some stories. um, I don't remember what I was watching about this time. Yeah. uh, That there are some survivors talking about seeing other people, or maybe it was military personnel that came in after the bomb was dropped. Mm -hmm. And they took like video and photos of like half dead people, like walking around with like skin, like zombies melted off of their skin or off of their bones. Like it was very disturbing. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like it's they sent up, in like man. a team. That's what it was. They it's sent in it's like really a team hard to actually believe that happened. Just to observe the aftermath. Like that was their job. Yeah. It was like to gather data. It wasn't job. even like to help <laughs> people. It was like, right. yeah, that's, yeah. Well, so later, those crazy. people committed suicide because of the things yeah. they saw. I and bet, that's, I bet like, you, I bet you're I bet you right. Yeah. had PTSD for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine? No. Not even close. That'd be terrible. Crazy. So even being outside the blast zone, people develop symptoms 20 to 30 years after the bomb was dropped and then, mm-hmm. you know, died from, you know. Radiation exposure. Radiation, yeah. you know, all the cancers you can think of. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's, I think radiation, that type of radiation will break down your from it, you it, from the inside yeah, molecularly. It, yeah. I think it actually breaks. So anything that could fight totally. it off, like it just zapped it. it was, yeah. Yeah, your it could, cell membranes yeah. are toast. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so after that, three days later, another B-29 uh, would drop the plutonium bomb called the Fat Man on Nagasaki. Oh, I didn't know that's what it was called. Yeah, so it was a little boy and Fat Man. Hmm. This bomb was more powerful than the one dropped on Hiroshima and weighed an approximate 10,000 pounds and made to produce a 22 kiloton blast. 22 uh, kilotons is how they measure... Um, atomic bombs against regular TNT dynamite. Mm-hmm. So twenty. So the atomic bomb blast is equivalent to 22 kilotons of TNT. Yep. Oh, mm-hmm. nice fact check there, Jake. Yeah, you betcha. That was good. Uh, they estimate that the bomb killed, that bomb killed 40,000 plus people. And because Nagasaki was, was kind of nestled in a very, like very narrow valleys between mountains, that, that actually reduced the impact of the bomb. So reducing the damage to 2.6 square miles versus okay. Hirosh- okay. Hiroshima was five you know, square Or was miles. it the dragon that lived there? Could have been. Yeah, the dragon might have so the, offset. The, maybe. It's yeah. the dragon. Yeah. So the mountains kept it from spreading right, out further basically. Than, uh, than the other bone. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. Underst- uh, I actually don't know why they dropped the second bomb. Do we know? I have no idea. Because in, I mean, I, I know. Just to make a point? Yeah. <sighs> Because they wanted to see what happens. That's a crazy point to make. It's pretty dude. bad. That's fucking a Eisenhower was really sticking his chest out on that one, man. Yeah. Was there was something though. I, I don't. I hate bringing up these half facts, but there was something about how he didn't know that they were going to drop the second one, mm-hmm. and it was like done by the generals behind the president's back. Hmm. We should look that up should. because okay. I didn't that, see that. In the that notes. is a that is a thing. Like. Um, it's you guys ever seen um, Doctor Strangelove and How I Learned to Love the Bomb? Uh-uh. Oh, dude, you need to watch it. It's you such, love that one. You I talk love about it. All the time, yeah. yeah. So the there's a crazy a general that goes crazy in there, 
in that movie, and so he uh, orders the this attack with the with the atom bomb. Yeah. But the the president can't do anything fucking about it, and it goes through all these other like generals Chain and of command yeah, and, shit. and then it gets to the plane finally that's flying over wherever they're flying over Russia or whatever mm-hmm. it's supposed to be the the Ruskies that's right yeah. they call them. and uh, and they drop this bomb and the guy rides it down you know and um, but it's all because this one general fucking lost his mind on some base in in the U S and actually that the once they figure out that he's like making all these calls they send the military in to take him out yeah but he tells all of his guys in the in there in the base that they're the russians coming to kill them yeah so they're fighting so now it's americans against americans on american soil yeah it's crazy man but i think that uh, obviously that's not what happened with the second bomb on um, nagasaki but it was something it was like there was some miscommunication and eisenhower did not like approve of it yeah miscommunication (laughs) right yeah but you know, yeah. you get a bunch of you a get 40. a bunch of swinging uh-huh. dicks, you know, with yeah. fucking nuclear power. It does. It does say that. So Harry Truman's the one who ordered the the A bombs. Oh, Truman. Eisenhower that's right. said though that the Japanese were ready to surrender, and that it was not necessary to hit them with that awful thing. That's because Eisenhower wasn't the president yet. Eisenhower was the he general. Was general. Yeah, that's was right. General. And Truman was the president. That's where I got yeah. it backwards. Okay, yeah. And he made that he made that argument that he said uh, they were about to uh, surrender. A short time ago, an American airplane dropped one bomb on Hiroshima and destroyed its usefulness to the enemy. That bomb has more power than 20,000 tons of TNT. The Japanese began the war from the air at Pearl Harbor. They have been repaid many-fold, and the end is not yet. With this bomb, we have now added a new and revolutionary increase in destruction. 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 So that would not have been necessary. Yeah. Even though, you know, we had Pearl Harbor, there was a lot of reason to go across and retaliate. They were ready to, to surrender. So it, was, it wasn't going to be. Well, I definitely surrendered. I think, honestly, in my opinion, and this is just my opinion, I think it was more of a science experiment than anything yep. else. I don't, yep. I don't think it was necessary Sounds to kill like many it. people, but I think they wanted to see what this fucking thing would do. Yep. That, and that's all it was. I mean, and that's why the first they one said, wasn't necessary. The second one definitely wasn't. I mean, no. Nope. The second one you didn't need. Well, let's the first see, one you didn't let's need see what the bigger either. one does. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess. But, you know, yeah. yeah. Totally, uh, totally crazy when you think Fucked about it. Up. Yeah, so the exact death tolls still remain unknown, but estimated that somewhere between 70,000 and 135,000 died in Hiroshima and 60,000 to 80,000 died in Nagasaki from exposure to the blast or long-term side effects. And that's not radiation. That's not 70,000 or 135,000 military, no. you know, at war. That's innocent. That's innocent kids. Women, children. All of them. Yeah, Elderly. Men. Elderly, all, all, yeah, like us, people mm-hmm. like us, podcasters. Yeah. Didn't even see it coming. They had yeah, if they had them, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Early, so. early podcasters, broadcasters. I broadcasters. think they called them. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a rough that's a rough yeah. part of history to think about because so, we we live in the country that you know. Uh, yeah. That. What yeah. did we determine? That's how how many years ago? Seventy six years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So about a week after that, on August fifteenth, Japanese Emperor would announce his country's surrender. In World War Two, in a radio address due to the devastating power of a new and most cruel bomb, he said. Yeah. So. Yeah, and all sorts of people got him. Yeah. All kinds. Which is scary. All kinds. As well. Yeah, I think we're pretty much on the brink of that just about every minute. Oh, yeah. Yeah. To parlay yeah. that just a little bit, one of the things I was checking out was uh, this guy Stanislav Petrov. Mm-hmm. You guys heard of Stanislav? Yeah. You have? Mm-hmm. I hadn't. He's actually saved the planet. Stannis? Stanislav. He's a nice dude. Stannis from the Game of Thrones? <laughs> yeah. Stannis Baratheon? Stannis Baratheon. <laughs> well, he was, he was kind of a hero. If for that guy had sorts. a nuke, he would have fucking used oh, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but no, I don't know sure. who Stanislav Well, in 1983, is. not that long ago, in September of one year 83, old. Petrov was working his job. In Russia, he's there to monitor sensors that say if the U.S. is launching nukes at the Soviets because it's a big contention, point of contention at that at that time that one of them is going to launch a nuke at each other. Cold War, middle of Cold War, shit's fucking crazy. Yeah, exactly. So several sensors went off. 
that indicated that the U.S. had launched missiles towards Soviets. And it was his job, it was all on him to report that to his superiors and retaliate immediately. So they had theirs ready. We had ours ready, ready to go. But he had a feeling that something was awry. So he he delayed. He delayed as long as he could and thought, I don't know why. I don't know why. I, I don't think this is right. He went against direct orders because he knew what that would indicate for the planet and for mankind. And he said, I'm going to wait. And good thing he did because the repercussions would have been apocalyptic nightmare mm-hmm. for all of mankind. And it did turn out to be a false alarm. The U.S. had not launched missiles. There was a problem with the systems, and it was turning on the sensors. Bad sensors. So if he hadn't done that, yeah, in 1983, this planet would have been toast. We wouldn't be here. Ocho De Niro. We would not have a podcast. We, I was two. Aaron wasn't alive. alive. Aaron wasn't even alive yet. Five years. Yeah. So Stanislav Petrov, talk about him in your prayers tonight. That's the kind of thing you do. <laughs> Pray to your Stanislavs. He's the reason Pray you're to here. Your Stanislavs. That was just a real nice parlay. So thanks Wait, for the well parlay. Think parlay. about it. That's crazy. That little is. thing. Yeah. The split second decision you make to not make it's that the difference between to not pick up the here. red have phone. Have that instinct. Yeah. yeah. And not say you have I know a, this is what there's there's a whim. Yep. A whim. That's what we're didn't talking go, about. He yeah. didn't go with we're, the whim. We're talking about he split second decisions and. Yep, and, exactly. Uh, thank you. And it's yeah. a little ironic that we're recording to you from Sudden Valley. Live from Suddenly, Sudden Valley. There's a podcast. <laughs> Sudden. So suddenly. Oh this valley just suddenly appeared. And the podcast came out of spontaneity, out of us winging it, out it of did. us getting together on spontaneous nights. We never planned our nights together. We used to hang out, drink whiskey, taste whiskey, talked about stuff without a podcast spontaneously. It wasn't any specific night. It could be a Tuesday. It could be a Friday. You never know. You don't know what we're going to talk about. We don't know. Sometimes we didn't plan that. Sometimes it's more fun just to kind of to wing it. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And I've found myself being more spontaneous as times go by. I was always a planner. My entire life I've been a planner. And I live by the phrase, proper planning prevents piss poor perform- performance. Oh, I fucking hate that, dude. It's true, <laughs> though. In a way. But. As time goes on and I become older, I realize that being spontaneous also allows the opportunity for more fl- flexibility, open-mindedness, and creativity in life. So when you plan stuff too much, you also open up the doors for disappointment. And I think the less you plan, the less you have an idea in your mind about or an image in your head about how things are going to go. Less disappointed you are. Less disappointed you are. You can just go with the flow and just be excited about whatever comes your way. Yeah, I think it's good to have a uh, a general idea of what's yeah, what you want to do. For sure. Yeah. But if you have no plan whatsoever, you leave yourself up. I mean, you real, leave yourself open to a lot we of problems. Don't have any control over what happens no. No. ever. So people are always telling you, you, know. you need to plan your life out. Yeah, yeah. you can plan all you want. Never and I think I think the more spontaneous plan. you are in things like you know, say. Everyone's going skinny dipping when you're camping or something like that. The more spontaneous you are in life with that type of stuff and saying yes and doing stuff on a whim. Those are the really. Those are the most memorable times yeah. in life. Yeah. I love skinny Do you ever dipping. plan on skinny dipping? Nobody does that. Nobody says, I, we're going to plan on doing it. Like, I, you just go do it. I If I'm near water... If you're camping. dipping, you're skinny. Um, if I'm dipping, I'm skinny. <laughs> 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 and, he's, and he be dipping. I'll I tell you what. I she dip. Clothes. I hate them. We're not meant to be in them. But this does cross over into other parts of your life too. If you're flexible with your home plans, for instance, with with doing what you're doing on the weekend or something, you might be flex more flexible at work too. You're willing to take shifts. You're willing to to change your your uh, schedule around. You're yeah. You're you're willing to step out of your comfort zone and be a more flexible, fluid person, and that makes you dynamic. That makes you. more creative, just more adaptable at life. And that could actually make you more survivable as a person. Totally. If you did have an apocalypse, yeah, totally. being more flexible and fluid and open-minded and open to ideas and open to learn and open to take somebody else's idea of what they think we should do, that is what could make us survive in the end. Oh, yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. It's okay to be a jack of all, a master of none. If you're the only, yeah. if all you know how to do is heart surgery... You're fucked in the end. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? pretty much. Like, yeah. I was not going to save you. 
<laughs> that's you need quote, that's a quote-unquote Jake Williams. If all yeah. you know how to do is heart surgery, you're fucked. In the end. <laughs> In, In the, the end. End. Yeah. <laughs> end of the world if you're just a heart surgeon. They're going to save you. Hey, hey. It's like, hey, no one needs a heart surgeon. I'm, I'm going to take your boat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing. It turns out studies have shown that people who are more open-minded, flexible, fluid, spontaneous, and creative are happier. They're just happier than people who are rigid, stick to their plans, have a idea of specifically how things are supposed so to go. Always disappointed when it doesn't. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's really let nice. down. Simple, right? And it's Einstein himself, my be. hero of the Earth and all other planetary bodies and planetary. systems. Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> yeah. <Ooh>. No. <laughs> Albert Einstein. 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 Oh, Einstein. Direct quote from him is: He said, "If you want your children to be intelligent." Read them fairy tales. Huh. I like that. I loved that. Okay. Read them fairy tales. Don't read them things out of textbooks. Yeah, that comes from the smartest man that ever lived on this planet. <laughs> <laughs> that tells you something. So there's a couple of discoveries here that I've got. Of course, I have to bring up x-rays because it's one of the coolest accidental discoveries that's ever been made. In 1895, William Rentgen, he was using a cathode ray, which... It sounds weird. What's a cathode? It's an electron electron ray. You're, you're concentrating electrons and shooting them towards something. They don't know what that's going to do yet. At the time, they didn't know what they were going to do with that. They this just like know. an electrically, electrically charged rod? That's it. Okay. It's actually a beam. Oh. Yeah. So he had a, a beam, light beam? A electron beam. Okay. And they didn't know what they were going to do with it. Can you shoot through a wall? Can you dissolve a wall? You know, like in, how in do the sci-fi. How do they sci-fi? figure out how to focus electrons? Uh, with the focusing cup. It's actually called, it's like okay. usually out, made out of tungsten or some other type of carbide or tungsten. Yeah. So they have a focusing cup. And so they knew about this back in the 1800s. They were using these cathode rays. He covered it with a bunch of black paper just to cover it. So it wouldn't have dust and particles and everything sitting on it. Cause he's trying to do experiments with it. Mm-hmm. And what he's trying to do is see if the electrons would shoot through glass. That was his first, first thing is just checking out if it shoots through glass. Well, there happens to be accidentally this fluorescent screen Nobody explains what he was using fluorescent screens for, but we know what things fluoresce. If you hit them with light, they fluoresce. So he's using it in experiments. It happens to be in the background, way behind this cathode. Not ray. even paying attention to. Not it. paying attention. It's just sitting on a wall. It's in the a background. different experiment from a different time. Just kind totally of gathering yeah. dust. Not using it. He's got the paper on the the electrode, the cathode ray. It turns on. It just shoots a beam without him doing anything. He's not trying to do an experiment, but the fact that he has it covered is important. And he notices on that weird fluorescent screen out, you know, on outside of the cathode ray that there's a shadow cast. There's a picture cast on this fluorescent screen. And that's how he discovers, like, can I shoot this then through other things and cast a shadow on it? Hmm. So he starts, uh, he starts experimenting on his wife's hand. <laughs> He Just, didn't experiment on his dick. No, he no. did. He did. You he's think like, we're not? He's like, "Hey, baby, come here for a second. <laughs> <laughs> he starts. He starts putting her hand. She, he doesn't know that there's anything that's going to cause harm, of course, at the time. But he just starts taking hundreds of experimental. At the time, he called them X rays because he, they were unknown. You usually use X as like oh, an sure. unknown in math and that's stuck. and in science. Yeah. And so that's why they call them x-rays is just because they were the x-ray. They, we don't know what they are yet. He ends up like basically murdering his assistant that he does all the x-rays on because they didn't know about the radiation that was involved at the time. And his wife had problems too, for sure with her hand. (laughs) And I think she died because of it too. Wow. Um, But it turns out he's the one who figured out that you can cast a shadow through a human body and put it onto a screen and now you have a picture of it that you can look at and they're very important diagnostic tools now in our modern age so anyway that was pretty interesting he's not the one that completely just like developed them but he started it so he he discovered them that's always it's always the one person right that kind of stumbles across it's like no it I, i swear there's no scientific amazing discovery that they've that they tried to figure out accidental. yeah <laughs> very accidental like, holy yeah. shit yeah. what is this another good one is viagra so they were <laughs> testing viagra for <laughs> another good one. it was for high blood pressure and angina not anti-gina but angina and gina chest pain oh. 
and so they were trying to open up the vessels of the heart and for different high blood pressure issues and they turned out opening the vessels of the nether regions mm. <laughs> so the nurses they're like eureka <laughs> yes they're like this did not i'm dying of a heart attack but i have a, an erection i have a massive boner so <laughs> it's uh. called sildenafil is the drug and nurses would go around checking on the clinical trials and found a lot of the patients laying on their stomachs because they were very embarrassed. Oh man, massive, that would not be me. Massive no. boners. I would be on my back with the <laughs> yeah. blanket on still so they could see it. See, the, the, it was boner mania. Was boner, boner mania. mania. Boner jams. Oh, so that I want to try it one time. I just want to try it. Not ever tried time. it. No, I've. Tr- no, I'm just kidding. I've tr- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you had the biggest boner you've yeah. ever had in your entire Even I've life. I've tried. Yeah. <laughs> no, I never did. I want to try it though. I never did. See. I want to see how good it works. That'd be cool. Uh, Another cool one was uh, Martin Luther King Jr. He had an entire speech written. He had a full uh, acted out, practiced speech written. He showed up and he had talked to a couple of people in the crowd. I saw this when I was looking this stuff up today. Yeah. That was interesting. It was. He told him about a dream he had the night before and he started his practice speech. Does he always This very famous. Is that how he always like starts it out? It's like. I had a dream. <laughs> he only and everyone did that listens day. to him because yeah. no, he's got cool dreams. It was only yeah. because his friend that he told the dream that he had the dream about shouted out from the crowd and said, "Tell him about your dream." She, she stopped him. Oh, and, and, the four he was, words. He was yeah. doing. He, he had his paper and he was reading off of it. She said, "Tell him about your dream. Tell him about your dream." That is where the famous "I had a dream" speech came from. That's and he winged right. it. The I entire thing was winged about the dream that he had. So that was all true. It was really interesting. Hmm. And it was like the greatest example of public speaking ever. And See, then, so I mean, if you're, you can do amazing things when you wing it. Yeah, spontaneous yeah. improv. And then the other weird one was the Titanic. Um, the Titanic, they had changing of the officers right before it took off, and this second officer named David Blair, not the magician, not Blaine, not, not David, David Blaine. Blaine. Does can he levitate? Yeah. <laughs> can David Blair levitate? So the Titanic would not have sunk if David Blaine had been on the ship. Right. It turns out. No, that's not the story. Oh. But David Blair, he was removed from the crew just before the ship set sail, and he forgot to give the key to the locker to the next officer that had the binoculars in it. Shut so up. So they could not see the icebergs because they, could they only had get... their eyesight. They had no binoculars. Just get break the locker for fuck's <laughs> yeah. sakes, dude. Get the binoculars out. They're like, oh, well, right? don't have the key. Yeah. Yep. I so guess fuck it. We can't get see. Get out the binoculars. Oh, so hope we don't the run into The anything. Titanic may not have sunk if they had the friggin' binoculars. I think, I think that's total bullshit. I mean, I think the story is not bullshit, but I think that if they didn't get the binoculars out of the goddamn locker because of a key, yeah. they're fucking idiots. That's stupid. Yeah. yeah. They had axes on board and also boots. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, if it. there's a piece of equipment that I need on the boat when I'm on the boat, well, I'm going to find thing. a fucking way to get it if yeah. it's locked well, in the middle of the The lookout water. maybe, like, didn't think they needed it. Cause oh, they're sure. Because they're looking and they're like, ah, they didn't actually know the ship was going to sink, obviously, because they couldn't see the, because they didn't see it. So the fact that they were looking, they're like, well, I don't see it. I don't really have binoculars, so it'd be nice to have binoculars, but I don't see anything. So I think we're fine. It's unsinkable. They said it's unsinkable. We should be fine. So they didn't, think they, they didn't think they needed binoculars. They could be like, ah, oh, fuck it. Yeah. But if they had them and they had been using them like they practiced. If someone tells me something's unsinkable, would not I'm not going to believe them. Sunk. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah. So that's my uh, spontaneous. I, I just, uh, I don't know. I just texted these guys from work today <laughs> earlier and said, hey, let's record something. And they're like, on what? And I was like, I don't know, on stuff that is last minute <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that uh, was perfect and that's what we did there's lots of last minute stuff yeah it turned out oh, turned out pretty good pretty cool turned out pretty good well any people to thank today well first i'd like to do zen <laughs> for those who take life <laughs> too seriously that's what it How many of you believe in psychokinesis? Raise my hand. (laughs) (laughs) I could barely get a straight piece for that. Oh, no. (laughs) Raise my hand. (laughs) That's good. Uh, Social media, Facebook 
page, Facebook group, The Flask at Hand Podcast. Come see the fun. <laughs> I'll see the fun. Is that, is that one of our quotes? That's Come it. see the fun. <laughs> yeah. That's what we always it's say. It's a good time. There's a lot of good. It's a gimmick. There's a lot of good people on there, and uh, we have a lot of fun. Uh, fla- uh, at uh, the Flask at Hand podcast. The Flask at Hand. At, uh, yeah, fuck. <laughs> so many that's people. That's our alter ego. That is. Yeah. <laughs> that's our alter ego. That's what. That's the night without the That's our Viagra. porn version. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Instagram. Uh, we have a website, uh, uh, com. although it's not updated and needs to be worked on by me, and I, which I will do soon. But uh, I don't even know what the last whiskey's on there. Because you can go on to our website and see that we've done all the 1 to 100 scores on all the whiskeys that we've tried up to a certain point. I don't, I don't know. It's been a while. So I, I got to go. Remember. I got to put the Blantons on there probably. Some of them uh, have to age probably just like more. the whiskeys themselves. Right, so you, yeah. You got to age, yeah. yeah. age them. I don't think the sheep dip's on there yet sheep either. Dip. So. Oh, no. <laughs> sheep dip. But anyway, you can go to our website. You can see a bunch of pictures. And, and you can listen to us there, too. And uh, we have an email address, and you can you can send us all the messages you'd like. Hate mail, hate mail, love mail, whatever you, whatever want, you want to do. Send us, you know, burger coupons Nudes. for boomers. Nudes, nudes, <laughs> n o o o d s, oodles, nudes, nudes. Oh, <laughs> um, what else? I think that's pretty much it. But we have the flask at hand podcast at gmail dot com. If you want to send us a cool email. Um, and if you want to send us whiskey, you can, cool. we will accept. You can, yeah. Yeah. Just message us and I will give you the address. Yeah. Quick shout out to Chance Johnson. Happy birthday this month. Yeah, Happy birthday this buddy. month, Chance. There's, there's <laughs> nobody, <laughs> there's nobody like Chance. Nobody like Chance. That's so, the, that's the phrase. There ain't nobody, nobody like, like Chance. Yeah. There's, if there, there's if anybody not. ever asked me about Chance Johnson, I say, take the chance. <laughs> It's worth it. Do you know that he's like an incredible actor? I could, I could see that. He's really a really good actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actor. And that. he's really good at softball. Well, I should. Why am I saying really? He's good at everything he does. So, cornhole, he likes, he likes softball, yeah. oh, Salami Town. Actually, he does like to take so take heard. the take the train to Salami Town. <laughs> yeah. So there is somebody I keep forgetting. Lord G. To she knows about the Salami Town train. It is. She was there. <laughs> When we took the train to Slumpy Town. Oh, Adam Sounds Chapman. Bad. He loves the show, and he's just a awesome dude. Fantastic. He's into whiskey. Yeah. Thank you, Adam. And yeah. he actually picked up a bottle of the um, Woodenville. Yeah. Oh, nice. And Not yes. local to them. And he, no, and we he really, I think. One. That was no one way. of my favorites, I think. Hells yeah. Oh, yeah. He said he got some of the Woodenville cask finished. Oh. So the cask strength we one. Nice job, Adam. And he said it's, it's one of the best he's ever tried. So um, Adam Chapman, awesome guy. He's always... Oh, we're always kind of come down, be on the show, back and forth. Cool dude, nice for sure. Thanks, man. Yeah. Uh, well, we could name a hundred people if we if we wanted to. Oh, we could. We could go on and on. Um, I guess we can. Uh, we could call that a night if All you right. guys are. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Thanks, friends. Thank you for, for the listening. spontaneous yeah. combustion. Uh, we're sorry, as usual, for wasting your hour. We also love you, and we love you. I guess we love you. And uh, what else? Good night. Good night. And good night. I've tried to get it across every time I've spoken, but I don't think it's really come out. And I don't know. I, I, I don't know what else to do. I don't know what else to do but stand here and scream at you. All talk, no action. <laughs>